Greetings, and welcome to another episode of Vividly Speaking with who else but me, Dr. Vivid. I love my time here with y'all. I said I love my time here with y'all. I can't wait to jump in this thing with y'all. And by the thing, I need this episode. So let's go. What we waiting for? Oh, bars. Okay. Yes. <laughs> let's get into our episode, guys. Thank you for being here with me once again. Let's get it. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? How you feeling? How are you? It's your girl, Dr. Vivid here for another episode of Vividly Speaking. You guys, I am tired. I am tired. Are you tired? I feel like everyone around me is exhausted and I don't care about retrograde and full moons in this moment. I lie. I always care about retrogrades and full moons and <laughs> all that jazz. But I, I'm tired of emotional and physical exhaustion. I don't care about what's causing it or that I know it's triggering it, what's causing it. I just want some relief, baby. And I feel that's what all of us are feeling right now. So if you are tired, welcome to the club. Let's get some rest soon. All right? All right. What else is going on? Oh, so you guys, I am preparing for JoJo's surgery this weekend. Um, a little nervous, not gonna lie. A little anxious, not gonna lie. JoJo's a little nervous, but she's handling it like a fucking champ. I love my kids. Um, so I just want to let you know in advance, if you don't get your weekly episode it is because I was tending to um, my baby well I'm sorry my big girl making sure that she is okay and I'm okay with that I'm all right with that a lot of you who know what's going on because I've been really transparent have been sending me well wishes and love and light and prayers and thank you Thank you for all of that. I even got some gifts from my TikTok babies in the mail yesterday. I was so psyched. Like, you guys are amazing. Um, the love that I've received via your messages asking about JoJo or via just checking in with me after our recovery from COVID, making sure that I, you know, relax when I could <laughs> on my vacation checking in and t- giving feedback about how an episode resonated with you over the last couple of weeks. You guys have just been superstars. And though some of you I know in real life and a lot of you I don't, thank you. Because that keeps me going. And you are special and just so amazing. It feels good to feel loved and appreciated. And I want you to feel the same. Thank you for everything, every message, every email, every check-in. Y'all deserve this shout-out right now because you are fucking rock stars. But let's get into the rest of the episode. You know what time it is. What's happening? What goes on here? What what is going on, y'all? So, per usual, I'm scrolling on Issa Rae and Quinta Brunson's internet, and I realize there are some of y'all and and y'all's friends that are so invested in the lives of celebrities or influencers that you forget you don't really know these people, and a lot of your unsolicited opinions are actually just very mean comments and ridiculous statements that you're flinging at people you've never been in a room with in your life. Y'all out here telling Clifford Harris that he needs to wish his daughter that he sees probably multiple times a week in real life a happy birthday on Instagram or it doesn't count. That's that man's child. Despite how we feel about Clifford Harris, a.k.a. T.I. right now, 
Are y'all crazy? Y'all out here telling people that they can't have half birthday celebrations for the child that they brought into the world. You're out here calling people's babies ugly or comparing them to the beauty of other toddlers, other babies. You're telling people that they broke because they still live in an apartment, but you have not seen the contents of their bank account, any of their income statements for the last six months, let alone you don't know these people. You're telling people, oh, they shouldn't get married. You don't know these people. And I need y'all to take a break from maliciously attacking people's lives, the way they choose to live their lives. Now, of course, we see some things that are crazy, ridiculous, toxic, and of course, we're going to chat about it. But if you see someone just living their life, you saw a child and decided that you were going to compare it to another celebrity child and call that child undesirable, unattractive. That's weird. That's really weird. And you need to stop. You get on the internet, read stories about these people, and we get it. Celebrities, that's their job. Literally, the word celebrity, these are people we celebrate. These are people that we gravitate towards and there's pomp and circumstance surrounding their work, their being, their art, their presence. We get it. But at some point, you have to understand that beyond a celebrity is a human with feelings, with thoughts, with boundaries that definitely has someone that looks at these comments, if they're not looking at these comments, if their kids aren't looking at these comments. And with people that are so heavily in the public eye, there's already pressure to look a certain way, to live a certain way, to show certain aspects of their lives. And you wonder why Certain celebrities don't want to take pictures with y'all, <laughs> don't want to sign autographs, don't tell you anything. They just pop up living their life because, okay, thunder, rolling thunder, hear my cry. Did y'all read that book? You better. Rolling thunder, hear my cry. Anyway, <laughs> you're treating these people as if you have access to them, to their daily living experience. You only see what you happen to see because of a couple of paparazzi shutter clicks, some videos on social media and what they allow you to see. You have to also remember that humans have a right to privacy. Humans don't have to tell you everything about their going, they're coming, how they're moving, humans, period. And celebrities don't owe you anything. Just because they produce something that we consume or they're a brand that we like or they do something that makes us tap in, that's them giving themselves to us already. Why do they have to give more? And then they give you all of this and you're just assholes to them. That's not nice. Not all of y'all. Not all of you. Especially not 99.7% of my listeners. <laughs> but we got to stop when it comes to really being negative and tearing people down. You heard me say before, if somebody can't change something in 5 to 10 seconds... If it's not dangerous, if it's not life-threatening, leave them be. The fact that they put their kid in superhero capes every day is not killing you. The fact that they want to celebrate their six-month-old by throwing a party with their friends and family is not hurting you. The fact that they decided to move into a bigger apartment instead of a mansion or the house that you saw in your head for them to live in, that's not hurting you. 
Can you imagine sitting there reading comments about yourself or your kid reading comments about you or your kid reading comments about them? People they've never met. And some of us have thick skin, but some of us don't. I always hated the sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. Lies, 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 especially words that live forever, as is the Internet and all the words that are floating around there. We have to remember that status doesn't mean we can pry. Celebrity doesn't mean we are entitled to access and we can just hurl whatever unsolicited unsolicited opinion or comment at them. And then, you know what really is crazy to me? There'll be people in the comments like, why do you even respond? You're so above this. Why would you do that? They got hundreds and thousands of people constantly coming at them crazy. After a while, yeah, they're going to respond because they're tired. And then when they respond mean or respond in in the human form with anger or confusion or tears, it's, oh my gosh, you crying on the internet. This is what you signed up for. No, they did not sign up for you to be a fucking terrible person to them in their comments every day. They did not sign up for emotional abuse. They did not sign up for harassment. They did not sign up for your ridiculous critiques of their eating habits. A girl can eat one salad. Oh, now you want to be on a diet. What? The comments that I read, the, the audacity that people have is wild. And the funny thing about it's not funny. The real thing about it is as audacious as most people are behind their computer screens and their phone cases. Y'all, you know, damn, you damn well that you're not going to walk into Beyonce's face Walk into her space and stand in her face, in her eyesight, her line of vision and say, your child is ugly. You're not going to walk up to Lizzo and say, I don't know why you're working out. You're still going to like, what's wrong with you? You know, you wouldn't say these things to these people in person in their face. In fact, you probably ask for an autograph and smile for a selfie. Stop it. Treat people the way you want to be treated. A title or status does not mean they're no longer human. They cry. They get irritated. They get frustrated. They get pissed off by the things that people say just like you do. If you are irritated because your aunt talks shit about your part-time job at the cookout, what makes you think... (laughs) That Cardi B won't get mad because you out here with no degree, no license, no credentials, diagnosing her daughter with a mental illness. Y'all really got to lay off whatever y'all doing. And it ain't the, the Jesus Devante Christ lettuce because I would never. What's happening? What goes on here? Okay, so today I want to talk to you guys about strength. Physical strength? No. Emotional and mental strength? Yes. Something that I hear a lot is how strong I am. And I am not throwing that out there to like to the horn, you know. No. People say that a lot um, given them knowing me and my backstory, things I've gone through. And I I hear a lot of that also being said to a lot of people that I know, whether it be fellow single moms, single parents, whether it be people that have struggled with their mental illness, their physical illness, they've endured a lot of grief and loss. And something that I have realized that is starting to really grind my gears and irk my nerves. (laughs) I love you all. But it's this constant reminder when somebody's going through something 
of how strong you are. And before you gasp and clutch your pearls and go, well, no, I want them to know how strong they are because I just really know how hard it is and I don't think I could have done it. Yes, I get that. But sometimes when we remind people of how strong they are in the midst of a very difficult period, we are hmm, not purposely. You're not doing it purposely. But you are robbing them of the ability to be soft with other people. Now when my cat responded to that violently by shaking aggressively. Chloe, every time I get on this podcast, you got something to say, sis. Anyway. <laughs> like, I was talking to somebody about um, JoJo's upcoming procedure and how I've been feeling like I've been holding a cry in and they're like, but you're so strong. Everything will be okay because I just know how strong you are. You are ridiculous, Chloe. Let me let her out. Hold on, y'all. The cat and the toddler plot against me every time I get on the mic or I'm sitting down for something work-related. They're like, go fuck it up. Go be loud. She doesn't deserve this. Make her give you treats and fruit snacks and then be quiet. But anyway, <laughs> like being told um, while I'm explaining what's going on and my frustration. But she's so strong. Okay. That doesn't mean I don't deserve a moment to be soft. I didn't say I'm weak. I said I deserve a moment to be soft. I deserve a moment where I don't have to stand in my strength to save face or to prove to others that I got this shit. Sometimes we don't want to hear you're so strong. Sometimes we just need to hear what you need to get off your chest. What you need? And for some of us, hearing that and being reminded of the strength that we know we have sends us a message that, oh, around certain people, I can't let my guard down or I can't be as vulnerable as I want to be and I desire to be because that's the schema they have for me, that I am the strong one. So I cannot bend. I cannot buckle around them. I cannot be who I truly am in this moment. I cannot be who I need to be in this moment because I just keep hearing how strong I am. And being how I need to be in this moment would somehow show them that I'm not as strong. <laughs> Isn't that why? But it's, it's crazy how we reinforce it. We'll be talking to someone and they'll cry, we'll, we're saying generally, I'm not saying y'all, I'm not saying me, I'm saying some of us as in general, as, as, as the crew, you know, <laughs> we'll see somebody crying like, oh, you don't need to cry, you don't have to cry, oh no, don't cry, you're so strong, maybe I'm crying because I'm tired of being strong, and maybe I need to cry because I need people to see how this affects me how this is impacting me. Maybe I don't want to be your bridge right now. I want I, I don't want to be a rock. I want to be a boulder. I prefer to be a um a pillow. <laughs> I prefer to be soft in this moment. And I as a black woman, that's something that I encounter a lot. Like, and I've talked to you about this about this whole cape issue. We're not allowed to take our cape off as black women, the superhero fucking, you know, archetype. And people, a, a girl, a fellow black girl, a fellow sis will be sad or frustrated with something. And because she responds to it or she makes comments about it, they're like, you too strong to be letting something like this phase you. Excuse me? First of all. Even the strongest structures can be phased. That's why they don't let y'all asses go and, and climb on the pyramids. They can be phased. <laughs> they can be compromised by small things, by big things. That's why things go into maintenance and go under repair. 
because we want to maintain their strength. We don't go, oh man, my check engine light, there's this this car too built too far tough for that. We just gonna keep riding it. No. <laughs> you take a moment and you stop driving. You take it to the dealership, you take it to the mechanic, and you let them fix it. You allow that car to stop doing the labor that it's been doing for you to get what it needs. Can we please, can we please do that with humans? Can we please do that with the strong friends, the strong family members in our lives? The strong colleagues, the strong people you encounter. Asking, requesting, showing softness, showing vulnerability does not mean I am not strong. It means I'm going through some shit and I need some space to process it, to get it out, to vent about it, to cuss about it, to cry about it, whatever it may be. So please don't take that from me. I um I had to remember my own experience that happened very recently. Like in a three minute interval, uh, many people came up to me and tell me how strong I was when I was crying or... um trying to get myself together after I was crying. And I remember feeling in that moment, like, I, thank you, but no thank you. Like, I, why does strength mean I'm not allowed to be human? I, I, I was low-key offended that I wasn't just allowed to just cry and have a moment. Because... After I have my moment, I can think about what I need to pour into me and to increase my strength for whatever this battle is. But while I'm having my moment, let me have it. A lot of people don't um, reconcile a lot of their internal shit or don't heal the way they need to because we're forcing people out of emotions because we're uncomfortable seeing them go through it. You're uncomfortable seeing this person cry. You're uncomfortable seeing this person frazzled. You're uncomfortable seeing this person confused, which are normal ways to, you know, deal with crisis situations or heavy situations, unfortunate situations, because it doesn't fit with your schema. You're uncomfortable. So you're trying to push them into a mood state that's more in line with yours or beneficial for your current mood state or more in line with the person you need them to be when you're down or you need help. And that's, that's a little selfish, selfish, selfish. I'm just saying. Imagine going through something that is really taking a toll on your mental health, your emotional well-being, just dealing with something heavy and finally feeling like you can release some of that weight and somebody stopping you in your tracks and saying, no, 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 not here. Matter of fact, not ever. (laughs) It's just unrealistic. And there's a difference between, you know, telling someone or um, shifting someone because, look, I don't have the space to help you process it. That's fair. But beating someone into, come on, let's be, you're stronger than this. You better than this. First of all, first of all, stop telling people that too. When you tell somebody they're better than this for showing emotion, you're implying that them emoting is wrong. You're implying that their tears are wrong, their sadness is wrong, they're being depressed or anxious or worried is wrong, them being confused. It's not wrong just because you don't feel it. It's not wrong because it's not impacting you. We have to be careful that we don't continue to push the stereotypes that people have shoved down our throats and in our faces and on our bodies forever. 
you have to be careful that when you say something, remember I always said the, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Imagine someone coming to you and feeling like releasing some of this negativity can make me feel better and give me life. And you telling them they're too strong for that. And you being complicit in their emotional death. That was heavy, wasn't it? I'm glad you sat with that. (laughs) Sometimes we have to remember that everyone deserves time to be soft, gentle, vulnerable. It's not a bad thing. It's a human thing. Stop slinging strong when what you really mean is, I've never seen you like this and it makes me uncomfortable. And I really want you to be in a space that makes me comfortable. But I know if I say that, that's disrespectful. Imagine being at dinner with your family and friends and somebody suddenly start choking or having a heart attack. Are you going to yell at them? Come on, man. You too strong for this. Absolutely not. Seeing a kid's leg be broken in three places. Come on, man. Walk. You too strong for this. So after someone's breakup, after someone loses their job, after someone's been in a accident after someone has gone through something even if you haven't gone through it so you don't know how heavy it feels or maybe you're looking at it from a that's not the biggest thing they've gone through you don't know what state they were in when they went through that other thing they may not be in the same mental state now stop forcing them to put on a facade that is keeping them from getting the moment they need and possibly the healing they need and deserve. Don't tell me I'm strong to shut me up. My vulnerability is also a strength, so don't play. (laughs) How about you just let people have the moment to recover? And then we can reflect on how strong I am when I'm ready to resume my normal posture. Okay? All right, it's time for well mail, well mail. It's time for the well mail, hey, hey, well mail, well mail. Hey, it's time for well mail, y'all. And this is the part of the episode where I get to read your questions, your topics, the things, the things that you got on your heart and mind and you want Dr. Vivid to address it on this podcast. (laughs) So I collect well mail from the TikTok streets the Instagram streets, the Facebook streets, the Twitter streets, and directly in my inbox via contact at drvivid.com. That's contact at D-O-C-T-O-R-V-I-V-I-D.com. Today's well mail was from the Tiki Taki streets. And let me tell you something. Technically, the TikTok babies, they they hop in that, that Dr. Vivid inbox real quick, real quick. They're like, uh-uh, mm-mm, nope, TikTok's not giving me enough characters. Oh, no. Oh, no. I need this now. <laughs> but it's a question about spirituality, spirituality and religion and bringing it into the therapeutic space. You know, there are some people who don't talk about their religion or their spirituality with their therapist because their therapist 
is not a faith-based therapist. So they feel like it's not appropriate. And I am here to tell you, nay, nay, that is incorrect, my friend. Um, a culturally competent therapist will allow you to bring all of yourself into a space. As long as that those parts of yourself are not harmful to the therapist or yourself. And if you want to talk about religious issues that are affecting you or impacting your mental health, you can come and talk about that. Talk about that with Dr. Ashley as you can. If you want to talk about your spirituality, you can come and talk about that with Dr. Ashley as you can. Notice I'm saying Dr. Ashley. Now there are some therapists who, for their own uh, religious reasons or preferences or uh, how they feel about transparency and counter-transference and transference, they may feel uncomfortable with this. But especially when we talk about Black, Indigenous people of color, spirituality and religion can be very heavy, a heavy part of their lives. Whether you're helping someone heal from religious hurt, like, I, I had some church hurt. Uh, the church really did a doozy on me. It fucked me up, bro. <laughs> you know, dealing with going into, marrying into another family with another religious background. Whether it be um, confusion over how they align spiritually, religiously. Whatever it is. If it's, you know, rites of passage. Um, ceremonial rites for birth or death or traditional transitions. I love to talk about that with you because if I don't hold a space for something that is impacting you and you feel takes precedent in your life is important to you, that means I'm only getting pieces of you in therapy and I want all of you, word the John Legend, I want all of you so that I can help you feel, help you heal effectively and help you feel heard. What if the source of your presenting problem is religious confusion or spiritual confusion? What And I'm tiptoeing around it and you're not getting anywhere. You're not progressing in terms of your therapeutic goals. What if talking about your transition from mainstream religion to a new age or a um, fairly, I'm not going to say fairly new, but I'm going to say new in terms of discovery for you. You know, you've embarked on a new spiritual experience and you want to talk about how that plays into your life you deserve that space so yes bring up your spirituality and your religion in your sessions by asking your therapist how comfortable do you feel with me talking about this right now because this is something that I really want to process and explore submit your whale mail by hitting me in the social media streets or contact at drvivid.com Well, all right, all right, all right. It is time to take a beat. This is the part of the episode where I talk to you about what I've been listening to. What's on my playlist? What's on repeat? What's giving me joy? What's helping me relax? Helping me reflect? What has been on constant replay? You know, I love me some music, y'all. And it's so funny. Um, I love doing this uh, this segment too because I believe that music is one of the things that saved my life. Music, the arts, cre- you know, creative movement, dance, um, creative writing, painting, all those things help me in my darkest moments express what I didn't feel safe to express to other people. So music and me have a deep connection. But anyway. <laughs> I'm talking to you about what I've been listening to lately. 
Okay, so I blame TikTok for making me go back to this song. But I love Willow's song, Wait a Minute. And you know you heard it. Wait a minute. I think I love my conscience in the sixth dimension. I love that song. That song is from like 2015. But because I've been hearing it so much on TikTok, I said, let me go revisit this. Because Willow, Willow is talented as hell. And I need people to understand that I love a free black girl who's just doing her thing unapologetically while giving me good tunes. I love you, Willow. Willow is awesome. I'm still skating in my head with Usher and the City Girls to good love. You know, I love me some JT. I love me some JT. I love me some Karish, too. She said she got on a crop top, no bra, and you can see her coochie print, and that made me holler. Every time I hear that those two lines, I crack up so bad. Randomly, I've been listening to, to like, old little baby, too. Like, old little baby freestyles. <laughs> I really don't know. Like... It's, it's been wild. I've been like, what do I want to listen to? I've also been listening to Drew Hill. Ugh. Drew Hill. <sighs> because it's Drew Hill. Come on. Why not? It, it, it's good music. The 90s were great. And I wish sometimes that I could just go in a time machine and just go back to when those songs were being made and just sit there in the room with them. So yes, beauty, these are the times. How deep is your love? The love we had stays on my mind. In my bed, you already know. If you don't play that, you're whack. Tell me, if you're not hopping with me, when this song starts, we're not friends. As soon as you hear that, dun, 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 and dun, tell me if you are not in a full hop, like you are warming up to jump a hurdle, don't, you can't, you can't sit with me. <laughs> Never make a promise, five steps, their cover, so Mariah Carey and Drew Hill did a cover of The Beautiful Ones. Prince, please, please, Ugh. love it, love it, please. You are everything, oh my gosh. You are everything and everything is you think. That's the remix. Uh, oh. Listen, go listen to, go listen to a bunch of 90s R&B. Start with Drew Hill and this go back go listen to 112 go listen to to some some jodeci go listen to all of these groups and just ride around get the dopamine and serotonin fix that you deserve all right because i want that for you i want to know what you're listening to as well so let me know what's on your playlist what's been on repeat let's compare I love comparing a good Apple Music playlist. <laughs> Show me what you got. Let's go. Okay, y'all. Now it's time to do it yourself. This is the part of the episode where I talk to you about coping strategies, coping tools, things you can do to decrease stress and just make, you know, your day-to-day life a little bit easier because... We all need a goddamn break. (laughs) Y'all. This one is very easy. Very easy. Take a nap. Take a damn nap. Go to sleep for a while. We make ourselves run around way too much. We always want to find something to do. Like, we like being busy. Does your body really like how busy you are? Sometimes it just needs rest. Sometimes it needs to reset. You can't keep going, going, going. Take a damn nap. 20-minute nap. 30-minute nap. An hour nap. A two-hour nap. 
Mess around them after church naps, you wake up, it's dark outside. <laughs> but seriously, I remember being a kid and feeling like naps were punishment. As By the time I got to college, if somebody was like, oh, we should have time between doing this before this, I'd be like, oh, there's time for a nap? Oh, baby, I'm going to take it. Naps, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them. Please. Because your brain needs to rest. Your body needs to rest. Your spirit needs to rest. So often we just get used to what I talk about. You know, oh, I'm strong. I'm good. I'm grinding. Okay. Every machine that we run, everything that we run in our homes, eventually we turn them off and we let them rest. After you finish ironing your clothes, you unplug the iron. When you're finished using a light in a room, you turn off the light. You turn off your TV. You turn off your car. You turn off your computer. You turn off your oven. You turn you turn these things off so that they can rest and they will not just be running and exhausting unnecessary energy. Remember that when we're talking about you, your body. Take a nap. And if you're like, oh, I just have so much trouble falling asleep, you know, you can get your chamomile, you can get your lavender, you know, you can get your eucalyptus in the room, some good old peppermint, whatever you need. But sometimes just get your body used to just laying and not doing anything. So most, many of us will lay down or sit down for a second and you immediately start thinking of five to 10 things that you could be doing with your time. Guess what? We can do them after we nap. We can do them after we rest. And please, one thing about Dr. Vivi, I'm going to take a nap. And I will tell you quickly, I'm about to go lay down. I'm about to go lay down. (laughs) Because I know that after a hard day or when I'm dealing with, you know, clients and their issues, my kids and stuff that's going on with them, I need a nap sometimes. So y'all have seen me on social media like, oh, I just took a nap between clients. I'm about to take a nap between. Yes. Yes. Because I deserve to give my brain, my body, my spirit a rest. So I challenge you to take at least one nap this week and make it a good one. Make it a nap that's so good you feel like you slept so long. That you're late for work and it's the weekend (laughs) and you don't work on weekends. Make it a nap so good that if you got kids, your kids go to sleep because they see you being so peaceful. Make it a nap that's so good. Your pets and your significant other just let you be. Make it a nap that looks so good that when you wake up, you're just like, I can't wait to do that again. All right, y'all, let's get to the rest of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the cool down. This is the part of the episode where we focus on breathing, mindfulness, body awareness, relaxation, and most importantly, you. Now, During this part of the episode, I'll be asking you to do things like close your eyes, take deep breaths, and even do some muscle tension and relaxation. All these things should be done in a safe place, free of distraction. Now, if you're not able to do it, this very moment, don't worry. This is a podcast. You can simply pause, stop me, and come back to me later where you're in a better, safer place. All right, let's get started. Close your eyes. Do another deep breath in. Mm-hmm. 
let it out. A third deep breath in, let's go. Deep breath in. Slowly exhale, let it out. Right now, I want you to imagine yourself standing in front of a mirror. See yourself clearly. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Look at yourself. And I want you to repeat after me. You're doing the best you can. You deserve to rest. The journey doesn't stop here. You're learning and growing every day. Your presence Your feelings are valid. Your peace is important. Your sanity is important. Your spirit's health. Your body is yours and no one else's. You are going to work on loving yourself intentionally. You deserve to love on yourself. You deserve the space to be solved. You deserve the space to be vulnerable. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. Deep breath in. you to talk about something, say something to yourself that you really need to hear. I'm going to wait right here while you do that. you know a few more things your breakthrough is coming your break is coming your season is near this is a temporary state and your greater awake breath in. Let it out. One more. Deep breath in. Let it out. This has been your cool down. Thank you for taking a moment just for you. 
We come to the end of the episode. We come to the end of the show. Hey, we come to the end of the episode. We come to the end of the show. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I don't know what got into me. I just wanted to sing that. Thank you guys for meeting me here again. I appreciate every listen, every share, every email about how a segment has connected with you. You've connected with it. It resonated with you. Thank you. I appreciate you more than you could ever know. Shout out to my Connected Podcast family. We are growing, growing. Love it. Check out the rest of the um, podcast shows that are on my network. You can check that out by simply looking at my uh, my bio, look at my link tree. And you can see who I'm connected to at Connected. <laughs> Also, I will be posting the creative movement piece that I um, did for NAMI and Arundel County chapter for their Speak Your Truth event this weekend because the event is happening this weekend. Also, I want to let you know that it's not too late to register for the International Association of Black Psychologists Conference. It's virtual and your girl is going to be there talking about alternative medicine and plant medicine, black spirituality, and how to snatch shit back from the oppressor. (laughs) So definitely, um, if you want to register, you can see that I have been posting about that and the links are in my social media stories and in my bios. So I appreciate you guys so much. Remember, you don't owe the world anything. You owe yourself everything, everything, everything. (laughs) Until next time, y'all, we out.